Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Philippians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let all men know your forbearance. The Lord is at hand. Have no anxiety about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, Whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, do and the God of peace will be with you. Peace be with you, the reader. Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Let us be attentive. Six days before Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. There they made him a supper, Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those at table with him. Mary took a pound of costly ointment of pure nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the ointment. But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, he who was to betray him, said, Why was this ointment not sold for three hundred denarii and given to the poor? This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief. And as he had the money box, he used to take what was put into it. Jesus said, let her alone. Let her keep it for the day of my burial. The poor you always have with you, but you do not always have me. When the great crowd of the Jews learned that he was there, they came, not on account of Jesus, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. 
So the chief priests planned to put Lazarus also to death, because on account of him, many of the Jews were going away and believing in Jesus. The next day, a great crowd who had come to the feast heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, crying, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the King of Israel. And Jesus found a young donkey and sat upon it, as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion, behold your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand this at first, but when Jesus was glorified, when they remembered that this had been written of him and had been done to him, the crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead bore witness. The reason why the crowd went to meet him was that they heard he had done this sign. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. Good morning. This month will mark the 21st anniversary of the passing away of Jimmy the Greek. A name you probably haven't heard in a long, long time. Jimmy the Greek was the renowned sports commentator on the television show NFL Today. Jimmy the Greek was famous for his uncanny ability to predict the outcomes of many football games. In fact, his words would spur gamblers across the nation to bet on his predictions. But despite Jimmy the Greek's fame and fortune due to his accurate predictions, in 1988 he was fired by CBS because of some controversial remarks which he made. Despite his uncanny ability to predict the outcomes of many football games, Jimmy the Greek's fall from grace has left his name obscure, out of mind, and forgotten. In today's gospel lesson, we read about someone else who had great popularity with the crowds. Jesus, as he entered triumphantly into Jerusalem on the first Palm Sunday, was praised by the inhabitants of the city, crying, Hosanna, which means, Lord, save now, or Lord, save us. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the King 
of Israel. The crowds had heard that this man named Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, and they wanted to see Jesus for themselves. They thought, could Jesus be the Messiah, the anointed one, the one who would save Israel? The crowds thought Jesus was going to be a powerful ruler, a messianic king, the one that would kick out the Romans from Israel and restore the throne of David and reestablish a true Jewish kingdom. But instead, he was put to death by those same Romans as a common criminal, forgotten and abandoned as he hung on the cross. His fame among some in Jerusalem was short-lived. They praised Jesus during his triumphal entry into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, but abandoned him when he was on the cross. They loved the glorious yet humble Jesus, but abandoned him in his suffering. The crowds looked for a king mighty in battle, but found a man beaten, crucified, and dead. A death which many inhabitants in Jerusalem did not understand. They forgot the Old Testament prophecies about Jesus, written hundreds of years earlier. They did not understand the Old Testament prophecies about Jesus until after Christ's crucifixion and resurrection. These Old Testament prophecies that show that Jesus is indeed the King of Israel were, for a time, like the memory of Jimmy the Greek, left obscure, out of mind, and forgotten. Just like the disciples and inhabitants of Jerusalem, we too forget about the prophecies about Jesus or do not bother to read them at all. We know they are there somewhere, but we never pick up the Bible, God's love letter to us, and bother to read it. The Word of God sadly often remains obscure, out of mind, and forgotten to us as it often sits unopened on our bookshelves. That's what bookshelves are for, right? For books to collect dust? We too, like the disciples and inhabitants of Jerusalem, often do do not understand the words written about this man named Jesus. We claim that this man named Jesus is the King of Israel and Savior, but due to our unfamiliarity with the prophecies, we can't back up our claim with written proof. Yet there are many predictions in the Bible about this man named Jesus. Detailed predictions that even Jimmy the Greek was not capable of making. These predictions are indeed written proof that this man named Jesus is the Messiah, the Anointed One, the One who would save Israel, and not just Israel, but make salvation possible for the whole world. These predictions speak to us today as written proof of this man named Jesus to be more than just a man, but our Lord and God and Savior. One such prediction was made by the prophet Zechariah in around the year 520 B.C., a whole 553 years before the first Palm Sunday. The prophet Zechariah predicted the events of the first Palm Sunday when he wrote the following. 
Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Lo, your king comes to you. Triumphant and victorious is he, humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt the foal of a donkey. The odds seemed unlikely in 520 BC that the king of Jerusalem would be glorious and victorious, yet humble and riding on a donkey into Jerusalem. Zechariah's prophecy is just one of many prophecies spoken and written which predict or foreshadow the events that we remember during Holy Week. Some of these predictions, for a long, long time, were left obscure, out of mind, and forgotten. That is, until the prophecies were fulfilled in this man Jesus, our Lord, God, and Savior. As the gospel lesson this morning tells us, the Bible is often misunderstood or forgotten at first, but but its meaning is later revealed to God's people through the power and guidance of the Holy Spirit. God gradually reveals his truth to his people rather than telling us everything all at once. This is why there is a gradual development in the Old Testament towards the New Testament. We read, in the epistle to the, we read in the epistle to the Hebrews, the law, that is, you know, the first five, books of the first five books of the Old Testament, the law has only a shadow of the good things to come. This means that the Old Testament has important hints, hints glimpses, foreshadowing events, and prophecies of what is to come in the New Testament. The gospel lesson this morning reminds us that the events of the first Palm Sunday were predicted, although the disciples did not realize it at first. In reference to Zechariah's prophecy, the gospel lesson this morning tells us, quote, his disciples did not understand this at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that this had been written of him and had been done to him, unquote. Zechariah's prophecy and many more about Jesus were eventually understood by the early Christians by the grace of God. Through the Holy Spirit, we too begin to understand the Bible better. Throughout Holy Week, we begin to understand, to better understand the week leading up to Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection. Holy Week is a remembering and reliving of the most important part of the whole Bible— a summary of God's act of salvation which remain and will ever remain our hope, joy, and meaning in our lives. The heart of Holy Week and the Orthodox Church, the living church of both the Old and New Testaments, was, is, and always will be to worship and to rejoice in the most significant event in the history of the world, Jesus' death and resurrection. Jesus' death and resurrection will never be left as obscure, out of mind, and forgotten. Instead, it is solemnly and joyously remembered and celebrated every Holy Week. This Holy Week, we can read some of these prophecies as we try to better understand the immeasurable significance of Christ's death and resurrection. Look in your bulletin this week for a list of a number of Old Testament prophecies and corresponding New Testament fulfillments of these prophecies. During this Holy Week, please read and contemplate these prophecies, either in church or at home, because, of course, a lot of these prophecies are read through the services, right? 
So please read and contemplate these prophecies about Jesus' death and resurrection, and then come to the services this week to remember and personally experience these events which have changed human existence for all eternity. During our Holy Friday service, we will not remember the 21st anniversary of Jimmy the Greek's burial, but the burial of Christ, who is life itself in the tomb. On Holy Pascha, we will celebrate the coming true not of the predictions of football games, but the fulfillment of the prophecies concerning Jesus, who is the Savior of the world. May we all have a blessed Holy Week as we observe God's fulfillment of his plan of salvation for the life of the world. Amen. Amen.